Hi, I'm Hannah. And I'm Tori. And this is Wait Why. Welcome back to another episode. It's going to be a good one. We're talking about embarrassing moments, which I'm pretty sure this episode topic came up in another episode. Yeah, probably. I mean, we get embarrassed. (laughs) (laughs) There is something that sparked us wanting to do this episode in a previous one. So I don't know. I'm kind of excited. I'm excited too. I also feel like when I, whenever we do the intro, I feel like I sound so jingly. I feel like, (laughs) I feel like it varies. To be honest, I think it varies more than you think. (laughs) I'm like, and I'm Tori. Sometimes I, you say that you sound really like jingly. And then when I listen to it back, I don't think you sound like it at all. Okay. That's good to know. I just think of, yeah. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) No, what do you think of? I want to know. I don't, I mean, I just can't remember if I've already said this on the podcast and I just am repeating myself at this point. But I feel like I sound like, um, you know, the part from Step Up. Or no, not Step Up. Um, Bring It On. Yeah, yeah. The cheerleaders and she's like, I'm Big Red at the end. And they're all introducing me. I don't think you've ever said that on the podcast. (laughs) That's what I think of. Wow. Very random, but... I know exactly what you're referencing. <laughs> I don't know why that just came into my head. Anywho. Speaking <laughs> of embarrassing ourselves. It is. It's Monday, right? Yeah. It is Monday. It feels like a very Monday Monday. Yeah, you know? for sure. I honestly treated yesterday like it was Monday. Yesterday was obviously Sunday, <laughs> but it was Monday. <laughs> and this is how the days of the week work. <laughs> If you didn't know. Um, no, but it was Mother's Day, so I kind of just, like, kept busy and treated it like a work day. Yeah. So, yeah, but I was going to ask you. I know um, your sister graduated yesterday. Like, she walked and everything. How was it? She did. So we drove to Tampa and back oh. in one day, which is a lot of driving. Yeah, um, and then we also sat through like an hour long graduation of just reading names, which was also a lot. So, um, it was just kind of a long day. And like when I got home, I felt very behind because I hadn't done anything for the day. But the graduation itself was really good. Like they were pretty good about keeping it short and sweet, which was nice. Um, I will say, <laughs> I didn't know Lauren was walking across the stage. Because first off, I you know I am blind. Yes. <laughs> and I was sitting with my mom and Jesse, and then <clears throat> Lauren's boyfriend was there too. And I had Jesse and my mom point out who they thought Lauren was because I can't see anything. So I'm staring at this girl. We're all like standing up and waving to her. Oh no. <laughs> and we're like, I'm like, okay, I have plenty of time. Like Lauren's still got like eight rows before they stand up and like walk towards the stage. And then all of a sudden they're like, and Lauren Kaba. And she's over there and walks across the stage. And we were like, what? So like nobody cheered for her because we were so taken aback, which I felt horrible about because every single person got a cheer. And then we also didn't get a picture because we didn't know she's on the stage. I was like, I blame the people with 2020. Oh my gosh, that's wild. <laughs> yeah, and then of course Lauren's boyfriend like c- called us out and texted Lauren and was like, they didn't cheer for you. Oh no, Sebastian. 
yeah so i was just like oh well i don't think it hurts fashion either but yeah so either way uh we were there though we were in support oh wow a little bit of a mess but <laughs> speaking of good. embarrassing moments wow i know we're gonna start it out i honestly can't even tell what's embarrassing anymore because i feel like i embarrass myself so often <laughs> yeah I mean I think we'll probably talk about this but I think like what you consider embarrassing definitely like changes as you get older oh yeah for sure Uh absolutely yeah I mean after taking care of my 92 year old grandpa there's a lot he doesn't get embarrassed about (laughs) (laughs) but I feel like he probably should (laughs) yeah I think you get to a point where you know there's just no shame yeah and that's that's something too the difference between shame and embarrassment yes that's true it's very what do you think like how would you describe the difference I think like shame is so much more negative than embarrassment like embarrassment is like I think it's I think embarrassment is a lot more like self-projected like you messed up or like you feel like people are looking at you or laughing at you but shame is like a feeling I that other to you does that make sense yeah it does I feel like for me shame is more you were in the wrong and it's less of like oh just a human mistake or like mix up okay yeah more maybe sometimes deliberate but not always yeah, there's like the funny, embarrassing versus like the, the mean. Like I don't know. Yeah. Um. Okay. Let's do some di- life updates before we forget, and then we can jump back into this topic because I feel like there's a lot we can say. Okay. Um. Yeah. So you did that this weekend. Did you guys do anything like Mother's Day wise? Um. I just, I just got my mom a card and flowers, and then we went out to brunch or lunch for after Lauren's graduation so we celebrated that so it was very laid back and casual um Tim and I did go on a trip to Raleigh a couple weeks back oh yeah that was like just last right last weekend two weekends ago oh okay and why were you in Raleigh (laughs) um Raleigh was super fun we loved it there it was so nice because there are so many colleges and universities in the area it's such a younger demographic, so it was so fun, especially compared to living in Florida, where yeah. oftentimes you'll walk into a place and you'll be the youngest person there. Like that was not the case in Raleigh, so it just felt like a very youthful and enthusiastic and energized. But we did a lot while we were there. We did some hikes. Um, we took the longboards out one day. <laughs> we actually did this trail. It's this cute little park, and they had a paved sidewalk that was really big. So we had the longboards in the back of my car, and we're like, oh, we'll just take them out. We, first off, like, we didn't know where we were going. So (laughs) we took this little side detour. It was, like, this path that branched off from the main one. And Tim was going down at first, and he starts flying down it. Oh, no. I see him at the bottom of this, like, it doesn't look like it's that big of a hill when you're looking at it, but to skate down it, I was picking up speed and I see Tim like bail. So I'm like, oh crap. So I have to bail too. And I had never bailed going that fast and it was really scary. And I thought I was going to die. Like all I thought I was going to eat, <laughs> eat it. 
like the skateboard, my longboard was like shaking back and forth and wobbling. And I was like, I feel so unstable. I have zero confidence right now. Like I just need to get out of here. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. I like checked my Apple watch after and my heart rate was so fast. It was like 160. <laughs> well, I'm glad you did not wipe out. Yeah. It was really scary. I was like, I loved everything up until that point. It was going so well. Yeah. But no, it was really fun. Um, we went to like a minor league baseball game. We just did a lot of fun stuff. Yeah, that's so nice. And like, especially what you said about there actually being young people, like Florida is so much older, especially depending on like where you live. Um, it's like a lot more families or even like elderly. So it's like so refreshing to just be around a lot of like people your age and like have a lot of things to do like that. So exciting it's fun Mm -hmm. yeah it was a great trip great trip but speaking of trips I want to hear about yours yeah so I I feel like we have we even podcasted since I was in Croatia I feel like I haven't even talked about that yet I don't think we have um yeah I think honestly last time we recorded I was in Puerto Rico but yeah um, because we recorded before you left a couple episodes to prepare for you being gone yeah yeah wow so yeah so most recently I just got back from South Africa and uh, I was in Cape Town so like pretty far south about as far south as you can go without being like in Antarctica (laughs) um and so right now it's actually uh fall there because it's the other hemisphere so they have um inverse opposite um seasons but I found that the weather was still nice it was still like in the 60s and 70s I mean it's Africa it doesn't really get that cold um but it wasn't as beachy as when you and I went there Tori like I did not Mm -hmm. go swimming yeah like you would have actually had to wear the wetsuit Yes, yes, uh, yes. If we snorkeled this time, what's been necessary? I actually did bring my snorkel. I thought maybe I would, but just didn't happen. Yeah, but when Hannah and I went, for you guys listening, we went with a guide. Yeah. Was it like just random or was it part of an excursion? They we booked it on like Airbnb or something. Yeah, I feel like they sold the experience differently. Like, weren't we supposed to go with seals or something? Yeah, yeah, they totally sold it differently than it was. Yeah, so they basically said that we were going to do this, like, seaweed and seal snorkel trip. And it ended up being snorkeling from the beach, a very crowded beach with a ton of people. Yep. Following this guy around. Which we did see a giant southern stingray. That was and cool. couple sharks. We did see, remember those little shy sharks? Oh, we did see those. I forgot about that. Yeah. Um, but yes, yeah, so it was definitely different than advertised, I will say. But he made us, it's literally January in Africa, which is like, or no, it was December, which is like the heat of their summer. Like that is dead summer in Africa. And this guy wants us to put on like wetsuits and like head caps and like gloves. Booties, everything, like head to toe covered. <laughs> like absolutely not necessary. I can't imagine what he'd be wearing now in fall. Yeah, (laughs) it's probably bundled up. He's in a dry suit. Yeah, a dry suit. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, I still found other ways to get on the water. Um, So I was there for 
like seven days. I was there, like actually there for a week, but I was gone for 10 days because the travel is just so insanely long. It is so far away. It is just a absolute trek to get there. Yeah. You know how they say when you get older, like into your, not old, but when you get older, like into your thirties, you start feeling your body a little bit more. Yeah. Well, I feel like I feel the most when I travel. Like before I was great with traveling, like getting no sleep, whatever, go, go, go. But now when I travel, I feel it. (laughs) Yeah. No, I know exactly what you mean. It's like like that on your trip this go around. Oh, absolutely. I was way more like it just feels so much more taxing now. But also I like did not feel good on the plane. So my route took me from Tampa to Germany, Frankfurt, and then from Frankfurt to Cape Town. That was my route both ways. Um, But on my way to Africa, to Cape Town, I was sick on the plane. So extra testing on the body um yeah it was rough and like I couldn't obviously keep food down so by the time I got to Africa and like sat down and ate something it had been like 36 hours since I had like eaten anything jeez I was like I was so hungry I was famished I was not feeling great um so Yes, extra taxing on the body getting there, but the first day ran really well. I went on like a catamaran cruise, like like I said, still found ways to get out on the water, and it was really nice. It was like kind of around sunset, and um, Cape Town is really beautiful because like the mountains are like really right there against the sea. So there are um, two like massive mountains like around Cape Town, um, which are Table Mountain and Lion's Head, and um, you can see those right from the water. So it's honestly, I got so many different views of those mountains between being out on the water, um, try, <laughs> attempting to hike them, which I'll go into that for a little. And then um, I did a helicopter tour. So I saw them from like above too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's amazing. I do. I just love that area. It's beautiful. It's really nice. And it was kind of you know, it was cool to see it in a different season. Like when we were there in December, it was absolute peak tourist season for them. But this time it was like obviously totally different season, not as many tourists. So it's just cool to see a country like in a different season, different time, um, almost different climate and just see like how it functions differently, especially somewhere like touristy yeah. as it actually is. Yeah, you get to, I feel like you get a more inside look into what it's like there normally. Right. Because that's like us going, people coming to Florida and being like, oh, I went to Disney, I've been to Florida. It's like, no, or even Orlando. Yeah, very true. Very true. There's like so much more to it. Um, But then unfortunately, the trend of not feeling well kind of continued So I, like, unfortunately, out of my seven days there, like, two full days, I was, like, sick and barely left. One day, I barely left the bed. The other day, I, like, left the Airbnb for a little, but ended up back home. And um, in my time while I was there, I wanted to hike both the mountains, both uh, Table Mountain and Lion's Head. And I ended up not, like, just because of not feeling well, 
and definitely not for lack of trying. I tried to like got like a quarter of the way and just felt like I was not up for it, like still not feeling well. Um, and this was Table Mountain. Um, but I did end up taking the cable cars, um, which, you know, wasn't what I expected, but ultimately it worked out really well. Both. So the one day I tried to hike and didn't make it. And then I had planned to hike another day, but that was a day that I woke up not feeling well. So I kind of tried to hike it twice and both times it was like very overcast or rainy. Yeah. I think it's just not meant to be Hannah. Cause when we were there, it was raining. We couldn't see anything when we hiked it. So yeah, that's so true. It's just not, it's just not meant yeah. to be. Um, Plus that's like part of being part of traveling is being flexible and adapting. Right. So totally. it worked out. So I still made it to the top of the mountain on the cable cars and I spread my mom's ashes from up there and it was um, a perfectly clear day the day I decided to take the cable car. Oh, well, there you go. That worked out. Yeah, I think it all worked out. Um, and then yeah, I left shortly after that. When you, what was it like spreading your mom's ashes? Like, did you, like, how did it feel? Did you do anything in preparation or like? Was it like more or anticlimactic? Like, how did it feel to you? Um, well, this time, the first time I spread ashes, it was like far more private than this. Mm -hmm. The mountain was, there were already a lot of people up there by the time I got up. And it was like eight in the morning. It was still early. Um, but I kind of like went off the path and like found like a rock to like sit on for a minute. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, like, I can't really tell you, like, I didn't have anything formal planned. I kind of just let, like, my mind wander in that moment and, like, think whatever it wants to. Um, I felt less emotional, like, during it than the first time. Mm -hmm. um, but this was the same thing with spreading the portion of ashes in Puerto Rico. Like, when I started to walk away is when I started feeling, like, really, really emotional. Like, the leaving... The actual like leaving the spot behind like I mean I, I think like with the um mountain there I think it's a lot less likely that I'll be back there unlike the location in Puerto Rico where I felt like okay no I'm coming back here like this place is like a part of me part of my mom now like and this is a place I can visit but like <clears throat> not so much um so I don't yeah. know as I to walk away I started like to really um, I don't know, feel heavy about it. And like, you know, obviously crying happens. <laughs> yeah, that's honestly something I had not thought of. Because you think about like, oh, you're gonna do this trip, and you're gonna spread ashes. And you, for me, at least I was thinking in the moment, like you picturing you doing this on top of the mountain or whatever, like I never thought of the walking away part. But it's almost as if you are like leaving a, your mom like a little bit every time. Yeah like a little bit more each time That's yeah hard. definitely yeah and you know I have less and less of her ashes each time and I don't know it's been it's definitely been an interesting experience and I've been writing about it a lot and you know trying to find all the words to say and like describe what it's been like and how I've been feeling mm -hmm. um, well so I applaud you because that's really hard to do it's hard to find the words just in life in general, let alone during a hard topic or a hard period of your life. So 
Yeah. Well, thank you. Yeah, it's been really nice. And then, honestly, I'm leaving in four days. Um, my stepdad, Randall, and I are going on a cruise, a Mediterranean cruise. We're flying from here to Rome. Um, oh, that'd be fun. The cruise leaves from, like, not from Rome, because Rome's not right on the coast, but it's, like, kind of near there. Um, and we're going to be going to, like, the Greek islands and um, another stop in Italy. And also there will be a stop in Turkey. So I'm excited. It'll be, like, so nice to have the more like planned portion ahead of me. Like I did all the planning for the previous parts of this trip and like the cruise is a lot more out of my hands. Like there's more like I, you know, everything is taken care of. It's more like an all-inclusive situation almost. Yeah, you can kind of relax. Yes, absolutely. So I'm looking forward to it. Um, and yeah, the travels continue, but at the same time, it's almost, I can't believe like really it's more halfway done than not. It's crazy. It, it's so, it's an interesting experience and feeling because you take all this time and you plan this extensive trip and it takes you so long to plan and it's kind of just a dream and then it starts to happen and it becomes reality and then it ends and it's like, oh, yeah. Sure. Yeah, I'm sure you know? it's very similar with like the road trip and you like fixing up your trailer and doing that whole thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, I yeah, I mean, it took me years. two and a half years just to fix up the trailer. So that was yeah. before the road trip was even thought of yet. Yeah, <clears throat> wow. So that's kind of like, okay, what's next a little bit, but um, I'm figuring that out too. I've had a lot of time to like think and reflect and be on my own which is I really appreciated that about Africa as well and mm-hmm. like you know my own space and yeah yeah I feel like it provides a sense of clarity which is nice something you can't always get in your everyday life yes absolutely it's nice to like take time by yourself and you learn a lot about yourself when you're traveling alone and I think we've talked about that you know mm-hmm. yeah I was gonna ask if you want to touch on all about traveling abroad alone or anything like this trip particular that you wanted to talk about um I honestly feel like you gotta just use common sense and you'll be fine but I guess that's the thing is like not everyone's definition of like common sense is the same but like don't go anywhere like alone at night if you're not familiar with a place just don't do it yeah well you also said too you had a lot of people come up and talk to you I was definitely approached more traveling alone out west than when we were together yeah yes definitely was approached a couple of times like I mean everyone was harmless and like mostly friendly a lot of the times it was people like on tour groups but yes like people were very like blatantly like are you alone are you traveling yeah people would fully ask me that um one thing I also have is um I have like pepper spray on a keychain and I like attach that to my Airbnb keys I brought this to like every place I've gone um just for like I mean just I didn't know you could travel with that uh if you check it oh okay I do think it is illegal in the UK to carry oh good to know (laughs) yes it is illegal in the UK but yeah, so I do. I mean, it's really, I've never had to use it. Um, 
but it just like is a safety measure that I have. Um, kind of the other thing is to like plan your days, like know where kind of know what you're doing and know where you're going. It's never a good look to like be looking at your phone or at a map, like pay attention to where you are and where you're walking and like walking confidently, not looking lost. Um, you know, just like street smarts. Um, yeah. I will say whenever I get lost abroad, I'm lost confidently. <laughs> like, I will just keep going. I have committed. I will keep it going. Just honestly, when in doubt, just look for a coffee shop and go in there for some Wi-Fi and figure it out from there. Yeah. Keep going till you find a coffee shop. <laughs> Even if you're 20 blocks past your destination, keep going. Keep going. Um and yeah, honestly, the other thing about um, where I stayed, it was like really, really safe. Like there was very good security on the ground floor. And so that was nice. Like that, of course, made me feel good. And then I think I might have mentioned this before that I made sure my flights um, arrived and left during the daytime. So I didn't need to be in an Uber or anything at night um, because you just like never know. And um you know, before I left, I usually told someone, like, whether it was Steven or Randall, like, I texted them my plan for the day and, like, about when I should be back. Like, I, I'll be gone for most of the day, like, eight hours, or I should be back in five. And then I would check in once I got back. Just yeah. so like, somebody knows where I am. Yeah, that's a great idea. I did that. I do that a lot, too. Yeah. So those are some, like, basic tips for traveling alone. Um I was actually thinking it might be fun to do a bonus episode or something where we have Steven on and we can both talk about Croatia because it was really good and it's yeah. like a whole lot more to talk about. And I feel like we're already pretty far in with some life updates. So perfect. Yeah, we'll do another another bonus episode. That sounds great. Yes. But is there anything else going on in your life? <clears throat> um, Not so much right now. I think the trip to Raleigh was pretty much my highlight of the past couple of weeks. Um, but I'm ready to jump into today's topic if you are. Yeah, let's jump in. Okay, perfect. So you want to start with some embarrassing stories? Oh, God. Yeah. So, yes. So one of mine that I have here, I was going to ask you, do you have any, like, embarrassing stories that are, like, fully, fully, like, mortifying, like, yeah, like you get the you know they're embarrassing when you get embarrassed just thinking about it. Yeah. Yeah. Like I have definitely had some and I was trying to rack my brain before this episode to think of them. So I'm sure there are some even better that I just don't remember. These are just the ones that came to mind. But when I get embarrassed, it shows on my face. I can't help it. I get red, I flush, I get sweaty. I hate it. Yeah, I am lucky I don't get red or anything. But yeah, I definitely the feeling of embarrassment is like, it just doesn't feel good. Like it's anxiety provoking. Yeah, I also hate, hate when people point out that my face is red, because all that does is make it redder. worse. Yes. yes. That's a curse got brought down by my mom. Yes. Terrible. <laughs> the ginger gene right there. Yeah. Oh, it's terrible. Uh, well, um, 
this is I kind of feel this way about this embarrassing moment um and this was not that long ago at all and you were there well kind of you were in the car and oh yes yeah I remember I was actually just telling this story to Tim on our road trip in Raleigh Mm mm-hmm Wow. Yeah. Honestly, yes. It's a, it's upsetting to an extent for me because it actually hurt. So, okay. We had gone to Chipotle. This is actually when we were on the road trip. We had gone to Chipotle and I don't remember, did we call in our order or what? But somehow they got my order wrong and there was meat in it instead of like tofu or whatever I got. And so um, I went back and you know how like cement floors it's just like straight up hard floors and her lawsuit yes and it was raining out so it was really slippery and no they did not have a sign out um but I fell like I slipped and fell but I fell in such a way that like the bowl like went everywhere like feet out from under me like all the food everywhere oh that's so bad because like it it's not only painful because you literally fell on concrete, but it's also painful emotionally too. Yeah. Like, I, I I don't know. And I was already upset that they got my order wrong. And then I, like, fell in their store. And, like, you know how sometimes you're mad and you cry? Like, it was really embarrassing because you know how long the lines in Chipotle are at times too. Fully mm-hmm. during lunchtime. Uh, and I, it was just not a good situation. I actually, like, went back in the car and cried after. And they gave me, like, a reason for my bowl, and, like, they, like, made me sign something immediately. No, they are the worst. Honestly, the worst. Like, I was waiting in the car, and you just came in so disheveled, like, in tears, just so upset. And I felt horrible. I was like, what happened? Like, and then you relayed the information to me, and I was like, Tana, you shouldn't have signed that paper. But also, like, that sucks. They're suck. They suck because – they just forced that waiver into your hand. We're only concerned about themselves and covering themselves. I think you said, too, that they didn't even ask you if you were okay. Yeah, I don't think they ever, like, offered, like, any sort of, like, I don't think condolences is not the word. Yeah, like, the bare minimum were, the bare minimum would be to ask if you're okay and to remake the Chipotle bowl that you just spill everywhere. That's the yeah. minimum. No, none of that happened. I walked out with nothing. I know. I went back in and got the bowl, but I was pissed. I was pissed that they just shoved that waiver in your face, that they didn't ask you anything. Like, And I love Chipotle, so I was really upset by this. I know. Also, this like forever soured me to Chipotle because I feel like ever since then, for some reason, I've just never gotten as good service ever since then. Yeah, and when I went in, they had put a sign up because they realized, oh, crap, this is a liability issue. And there was still a puddle on the ground. They had put a sign over a puddle and didn't clean the puddle. Yeah, like, get a mop out, clean that up. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, so that was that was super embarrassing. Like, I can't imagine what I looked like for all those people standing in line. Like, if you had seen it, you might be able to describe it better. But, like, there was just, like, food everywhere. I don't think it really – like, food didn't get on me, but the bowl was just, like, all over the place. Yeah. Did anybody ask you if you were okay? Like, anybody watching – I, I literally don't think anybody said anything. Nobody. But that makes me so angry. The the yeah. bystander effect. It really does. Like if I saw somebody fall, I would ask them if they were okay. I've done it before to random people. Yeah, I mean, I it feel was like, like an act of human kindness. 
<laughs> just like basic human kindness. Yeah. I probably looked ridiculous. There might be a video of that on the internet, like floating around somewhere. <laughs> but you know what actually sucked about that too was we were like, we were on the road trip and we were doing a lot of hiking and I did kind of like bruise up my knee and ankle a little bit. Yeah, I remember that you did. On them. This is on them. Yeah, I mean, I uh, it's it sucks because I I want to be like, oh, you shouldn't be embarrassed about that. Like, honestly, that was on them. But that's the thing with embarrassment. You like it just happens. Like, you don't always get to pick and choose. It's just a feeling that comes up and happens. Like, right? You know? Yeah, that's so true. Ugh. And it is so. Um, one-sided a lot of the times like it's something that you feel embarrassed about and then the other person doesn't really care or they don't remember they have no preference you know but for whatever reason it's something you hold on to yeah keeps you up at night exactly yeah and you I've had so many of those cases where I relive it and I just cringe yes yes same like I couldn't (laughs) name a single one of those right now but like I'll be literally just trying to go to sleep and out of nowhere like something absolutely stupid I said to someone come right also why does that come up at the most random times like I'll be driving in the car and I just my body's like oh you just need to feel a wave of embarrassment right now you just need to physically cringe right now. Yeah, like you've been doing well for a little too long. Here's <laughs> this. Remember when you said this? <laughs> no, it's so true. Oh, I've yeah. def- definitely been there. All right. My next one's funnier, but I'll let you share one first. Okay, well, you know what? Maybe this will be better if we share ours together. So you can feel my pain and I can feel yours. Yes. Um, okay, my first one. I don't know why this came up for me. Like, it wasn't anything physically embarrassing. It was something I said. And I feel like those ones are almost even worse. Yeah. Because it's not like, oh, you tripped or, oh, you, like, fell and you (laughs) – that was an accident. Like, no, you decided to say those words. (laughs) Yes, that is so true. (laughs) And it feels so much worse. Okay, so – it was over at a friend's house, and I had been really good friends with her, or, like, we knew each other through high school, and this was in college, and then I was meeting one of her friends, so it's that awkward situation where, like, one of your good friends introduced you to someone else, and, like, you all want to be friends, and you're, like, trying to make friends in this weird, like, adult world, and I um, was over at the new friend's house, so, like, not my mutual friend, but the new woman that I was introduced to. Yeah. And um, we were over at her house and she has a child. And on the fridge was a picture of her child with Santa Claus. And I was like, oh my gosh, like he's so cute because her child's name is Owen. And she looks at me and she's like, who's cute? Who's cute? Santa Claus? Because I had referred to her child as a he, and it oh. was a girl named Owen. Oh, oh, oh. It was like, common mistake, Owen can be a boy or girl's name, but, like, she called me out, and I went beat red. And I was like, uh, no, like, obviously, I don't think this 80-year-old obese <laughs> man is <laughs> <Right>. cute. <laughs> the fact that she's like, who, Santa? <laughs> like, yeah. I feel like it's obvious that you made a mistake. It's obvious. She. It was 
obvious from the bat that she was offended because she gave me a look and like she was giving me sass back. And then I looked towards my friend and she just laughed at me. So like I had no support. I was on my own. I'm like getting sass and laughed at. And I'm just like, come on. Like you, you never told me. I've never met this daughter, this girl. Her name's Owen. How is this supposed to know? And babies at that age, you can't tell. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Who, Santa? Like, geez. Right? Dude, I, like, even now, just talking about it, I am starting to sweat. <laughs> oh. oh. <laughs> it's okay. It's in the past. How long ago was this? Um, This was, like, a couple of years ago. Okay. Okay. Clearly, it still comes up, though, Hannah. <laughs> but yeah honestly but like okay back me up here babies at that age can't always tell no you're totally right I think I I think she was like trying to kind of like embarrass you because obviously you met the baby obviously yes Hannah I did not mean Santa Claus (laughs) like (laughs) obviously oh that's so funny is it though (laughs) (laughs) I mean, have you seen that woman again? Like, has this been like has this been a recurring issue? No, needless to say, our friendship did not work out. <laughs> yeah, it didn't really blossom from there. <sighs> yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, your turn. Okay. Um. So <laughs> this one is actually kind of funny. Um. And I remember, like, back when I babysat, the kids were obsessed with. They went through a phase where they just wanted to hear, like, embarrassing stories from people. And this is what I told them. And, it like, it's true, obviously. I didn't make it up. But this is the story I gave them, too. Um, it was in college. And, honestly, I you, you could have been there. Or it may have been, like, Mara. But I'm pretty sure it was, like, Alex Steele. Oh, wow. I'm going to bleep out his last name. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, name dropping. <laughs> Hardcore name dropping. <laughs> He's one of those people I can't, like, say his first name without his last name. Anyway, it was him, Dan, Evan, and, like, it was either you or Mara. And uh, we had brought my paddleboard out to surf. And I um, had caught this wave, but then I wiped out on it pretty hard. And (laughs) when I stood up, like, I was like, guys, I'm okay. Like, I'm good. Like, kind of yelling like drawing attention to myself turns out my top is like completely off oh no <laughs> like specifically was like hey everyone i'm okay oh no <laughs> drawing attention to myself oh that's the worst that's the worst when you're like you don't know you're doing something embarrassing yeah. <laughs> and you tell people to look at it yeah <laughs> Oh, that's a bad one. I remember at the beach, too, (laughs) with Mara, we, like, I, for whatever reason, I think I came late and, like, Mara was already in the water or, I don't know, you know, Mara also just likes to give hugs, so maybe it was just something random, like, we weren't (laughs) hanging out, I don't know, I don't remember what happened, but we, like, we were in, like, the tidal area, so we weren't that deep. And, like, I went over to give Mara a hug and something happened. But, like, the way our, like, chest touched, it was, like, it, it like, <laughs> trying to, like, explain this, like, PG. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. 
together somehow. Yeah, like somehow like our like chest got like interwoven like together. And when we like pushed to give a hug, like it made this like farting noise. And it was like in front of other people around. And we both just like looked at each other and instantly started dying laughing because there was nothing else we could do. But it was like so uncomfortable because you're just giving somebody a hug. You don't expect like a farting sound to come out. I'm actually in tears. <laughs> yeah, that was a weird one. Uh, oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> wow. Well, you just gave one. Um, I'm trying to think. So those are the only two like ones that are that I like remember off the top of my head. But um, I don't know. I know there's other things I've been embarrassed about. Like I feel like in high school I was embarrassed like on numerous occasions like while in school yeah for sure high school is just such an embarrassing time yeah oh actually here's I remember one Uh, um when I was in middle school watching something on the projector and I was like leaning on my hand like kind of with my like chin in my hand but I also had my pen in my hand (laughs) and I didn't realize that like (laughs) the whole time I was sitting there the pen is like looking onto my face (laughs) and so like whatever they're done we're done watching whatever on the projector and I feel like she passed out a worksheet or something like everyone started like working on their own thing and she came (laughs) and was like she was like would you like to go to the bathroom (laughs) oh my gosh uh, I, I must have given her like the most confused look. <laughs> I know that look. I can paint it right now. And I don't remember what she said after that. Like, but she hinted that there was something. Like, she was very discreet. Ultimately, yeah. you know it's bad when your teacher has to come over and tell you. <laughs> oh, I like to go to the bathroom. Like, I don't know. Do, would I? <laughs> Oh man, that's hilarious. Um, there is this in, in my, uh, I think it was like a law class I had in high school. There was this kid who fell asleep in the class <laughs> and he had his head propped up on both of his hands and his elbow on his desk. And he just like <laughs> fell asleep like that, like holding his head. And then we're like in the middle of like taking notes and the teacher's like talking a lesson and out of nowhere. <laughs> this kid like straightens up all the way and somehow like pushes his hands like back off the desk but all the desks are like connected in a chain because they're in a row and he like pushes the kid and himself back like two feet in the middle of the class because I guess he was having a dream he just like woke up startled Yeah, but he drew so much attention to himself that the teacher obviously knew that he was like sleepy and obviously. he just like the only way to explain his behavior was to be like, yeah, sorry, I was having a dream and like admit to falling asleep in class. I was dreaming deeply, sorry. Yeah. Um, I also had a professor who, if you fell asleep in class, he would lift up your desk to like wake you up, like lift up the front. And he did it to that same kid and he started like moving his legs and feet <laughs> really frantically because he couldn't find the ground. Oh my gosh, this kid, is he okay? Like, is he all right at home? Why is he sleeping in class so much? I have no idea, but it's funny. (laughs) Well, okay. I know you have 
you have to have other embarrassing stories. I think, well, I know there was a reason that we brought up like embarrassing story episodes. Um, because you said something was like the most, one of the most embarrassing moments of yours. And it would happen in Oak Lobby in college. Oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure that is what triggered us potentially wanting to do this episode. Oh, really? Okay, well, I'll share. I feel like I've shared it before. If you are my friend, you've definitely heard this story. <laughs> um, but, wow, Hannah, really just calling me out here. I'm just saying we got to give the people what they want. <laughs> You're like, Tori, you remember that most embarrassing moment? Nothing's ever been more embarrassing than that. Do you just like to hear <laughs> that? <laughs> Ever record it for people to hear forever and ever <laughs> thanks hannah i was a witness to this by the way i was here for this occasion honestly i'm not that embarrassed by it anymore it was yeah. definitely embarrassing at the time though thank you but yeah it's the, it's one of those things you look back on now and it's like whatever no i just think it's funny um but yeah so this is in college we were in the dorms and where we lived there was a little like restaurant that's not the right word it was like a 7-eleven <laughs> yeah little convenience stop shop sandwich shop yeah basically yeah like a gas station without the gas inside <laughs> the college <laughs> there was a service center <laughs> didn't sell like tobacco or liquor though <laughs> don't worry <laughs> no 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 or alcohol a food mart yeah a bodega okay anyways whatever you can get the idea and there were a bunch of tables outside, still inside the lobby. I feel like I'm explaining this terribly. <laughs> anyways. I cannot stop laughing. I'm like cracking up already. Anyways, so the whole rowing team was outside sitting at those tables. And we had just come back from sailing practice. So we were going to walk inside the lobby and they were all just sitting there. To like our right. And so we go in and I (laughs) was looking at a cute boy (laughs) and I wasn't watching where I was going. And there was this giant caution crone, like floor when wet sign that was like yellow and it had like, it was big. It had like four different sides. It was like a tall cone. And I wasn't looking where I was going because I was, like, looking at this kid. And, of course, we're dead. We're locked. Eyes locked. Like, we are making (laughs) eye contact. Next thing I know, I feel something. I take out this caution cone. But I don't just, like, oh, knock it over. Hee hee. Whoops. No. Like, I somehow get it, like, stuck in between my legs. So now I'm, like, dragging this caution cone through the lobby. And everyone's looking at me. (laughs) And... Between your legs. Yeah. I don't even, I don't remember how I got out of that. <laughs> I, don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know. You ended up just like maybe dropping it. And then I think we even took the stairs. You were like, we're not waiting for the elevator. No, no. no. I, my face was <clears throat> beat red. I was like, we got to go. We got to get out of here because the elevators were right in front of the tables. So, like, it how all- awkward would that be to literally take out the caution cone, fall, and then stand right for the elevator and wait for it that was not happening no we gotta go we gotta go (laughs) we gotta get out of here 
Uh, but like I can't emphasize enough like that was not a normal like it was not a normal size wet floor sign like it was it was particularly big no like if I was standing it probably would have come up to like my belly button yeah (laughs) oh my gosh yes it was honestly very funny to witness I'm not gonna lie well, I'm glad. I'm glad that uh, you thought it was funny. I, I think love- the worst part about it was is that there was like a cute boy and we had like kind of been talking and then we like made eye contact the whole time while it happened. Yes. Yeah. That is what makes it like <laughs> next level. It felt like one of those like cheesy Disney shows. Yeah, literally. <laughs> like some Wizards of Waverly plays romance. Yeah, it was bad. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that was my story. Good times, good times. Moral of the story, always look where you're going. Yes, very true. Um, okay, um, we did have um, a couple of people like say some embarrassing things that have happened to them. Um, so one of them, so a guy submitted this one and uh, he said one of the most embarrassing things was walking into the woman's bathroom. Oh, really? And I wish he would have told us more. Like, I want to know, like, how long did it take you to realize you were in the woman, woman's bathroom? Because that is a huge factor in how embarrassing that is. Yeah. I mean, I've walked into the guy's bathroom before. I was going to have you done that. I definitely have, but I feel like I've always realized pretty quickly. I mean, I definitely realized quickly. I also... Um, I have walked around with toilet paper on my shoe, like Ooh. the movies. Yeah, yeah, I did that in elementary school. Oh, I feel like it's more embarrassing for me to open the door on like a woman in the stall than it is for me to walk into the men's bathroom. Oh, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> like I just feel so bad. Like they're in such a vulnerable state. <laughs> Ever? Oh my god! I this is embarrassing have you ever been wearing like a romper (laughs) (laughs) I know exactly what you're gonna say you know when you're wearing like a one-piece situation you have to like take the whole thing off to go to the bathroom (laughs) so (laughs) you're basically naked on this toilet (laughs) I always I don't know why but every time I'm in this scenario I always think what if the fire alarm went off right now (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that I'm fiddling with this and putting it back on before <laughs> like it's gotta happen um, oh my god yeah so I've totally had someone walk in on me in a bathroom so um, like basically just naked on the toilet <laughs> like so vulnerable so vulnerable there's like not okay there's I don't think there's a more vulnerable place I mean there are probably maybe a few more but like that is up there yeah it's really bad yeah bad um, um okay so another uh another one that was submitted was um the ultimate walk of shame we all know what the walk of shame is you know you're in the same thing that you wore out the night before and you're heading home so <laughs> this person um was like walking back to their car the morning after and it turned out there was a marathon being run like where her car was parked so she had to walk past like all these people running oh like that's bad wearing what she had on from the night before like carrying her heels like to her car 
Oh, that is bad. Not only like, do you get to relive that with every person who runs by? <laughs> you also probably feel like crap. You're probably not being very healthy. And like the last thing you want is people, people running away. Yeah. Who are <laughs> up early exercising. <laughs> Couldn't be more healthy. A pizza to yourself the night before. <laughs> that's what I would, that's how I would feel. Yeah, no, that's like a definitely the universe might have been telling you something. I feel like I know who this was. <laughs> you probably do. Dang, I don't know who did the first one though, but um those were some good ones. Another here another one um that I love that was not submitted, so I won't say their name, but a friend of ours. Um I feel like this is okay this has totally happened to you too like mispronouncing something and it being really embarrassing so (laughs) this person was at a coffee shop and went to order a tea to get the shimoli tea and the guy behind the counter was like do you mean chamomile (laughs) (laughs) like just just said it exactly how it like like wasn't even thinking (laughs) When I, fully. Oh, that's funny. When I, um, I, I do know who that is. So wait, when I was studying abroad, there was this girl and we went out to a coffee shop and she ordered, she's like, can I have the quichi? <laughs> <laughs> she was trying to say quiche. <laughs> she was like, I'll have the cheese quichi. <laughs> And the guy was like, you mean the quiche? Oh, man, that is bad. Oh, that's so funny. Oh, wow. Wow. Okay. Well, I had some good laughs. Um, But I guess we can go into a little bit about the actual why do we get embarrassed. And I think one of the things, like, we said was, like, what is the purpose of getting embarrassed like it seems like an emotion that doesn't really serve a strong purpose almost Uh uh-huh agreed but you know what they so um i'm looking at an article from american scientists um and the name of the article is literally embarrassment a form of social pain so (laughs) true yes (laughs) starting off strong um but basically what they're saying in this article is that um, embarrassment is like obviously a social, it's almost like a social cue. And at times like embarrassment can be triggered um, because of, so they say there's like three different things, like the faux pas of a situation being the center of attention or like sticky situation embarrassment. So like faux pas is like, obviously it's like tripping or falling, like you just made this- or calling somebody's baby a boy instead of a girl yeah (laughs) yes like something like minor like that maybe um it wasn't minor though i mean she didn't feel like it was um and then there's um sticky situation embarrassment which is like one of the examples they give for this is like someone owes you money and you feel like awkward about bringing it up that's like a form of embarrassment that's like they categorize that as embarrassment. Oh, um, that's interesting. I normally don't think of that as being embarrassed. 
Yeah, like it, what they say like later on in this is that <clears throat> it's like a type of embarrassment, like it's a reaction to not necessarily knowing how to navigate a situation. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. And then like on the other end of the spectrum with like faux pas, like if you do something embarrassing, um, like embarrassment <clears throat> is an emotion that kind of helps portray the fact that like you realize socially it was like not okay. So it's almost like a way to communicate socially that you understand <clears throat> or that like you have a feeling of understanding that it was like not what happened like wasn't okay or like yeah. acceptable. Whoa, I, my voice is excuse me give me just a moment here <laughs> just went out are you embarrassed <laughs> no i'm not too embarrassed voice cracks used to be an embarrassing thing in high school though let me tell you <laughs> be very embarrassed by those <laughs> i think that was like a guy thing uh yeah i had a couple <laughs> <laughs> when your voice is dropping hannah <laughs> yeah when my voice is dropping <laughs> It got a little less high pitched. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but okay, wait, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. So, so the physical reactions to embarrassment, like turning red, is part of like that expressing socially that you understand, like you've been embarrassing, basically. Oh, great. <laughs> Love that for me. Yeah. Like I don't, I don't need that. Um, they one of the direct quotes here is that it serves as an appeasement gesture to others by signaling that the violation it's <laughs> an aggressive word the violation was unintended and it will not likely be repeated dang so why do I show that so clearly so much better than like so much more than you uh, does that mean like my ancestors made more faux pas and mistakes I don't know I don't know probably I mean I maybe I do get red but because of my skin tone you can't see it as much maybe so yeah just as physical pain alerts us to threats to our physical well-being embarrassment alerts us to threats to our social well-being possible rebuke and re rejection okay well let me ask you about this then so when people get embarrassed they sweat a lot right yeah why does like nervous and embarrassment sweat smell so much worse than normal bo <laughs> I don't think that's in this article. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean? Um, because maybe you're sweating out like a certain toxin related to like stress and anxiety. Or is I that just another indicator that you're sorry for the violation? <laughs> <laughs> but you're just violating even more with your offensive smell. <laughs> and then you get red. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. This article is interesting because it actually I'm like looking at some of the figures and drawings um, and it like breaks down like an embarrassing the embarrassment smile versus like a humor smile. <laughs> interesting. Gaze aversion. They don't even sweat at all. They're averting the gaze. No, I don't see anything about I mean, I think sweating is like a physical another physical response. But I think I can't find it right now. But earlier when I was looking at this, um, it said that like the nervous, like the sweating energy can be embarrassment that like aligns with maybe like having told a lie or not oh. like, telling the truth. And that's why that response can be triggered. Like a lot of embarrassment can be tied up in social anxiety. So like really embarrassing, like feeling embarrassed can like range from person to person. 
kind of yeah, like we, I get that that makes sense yeah that's kind of like what we found oh I was gonna ask you another question um have you ever felt like embarrassed for someone oh yeah for sure do you remember like something that happened or like why you felt like that way like anything um I feel like a lot on tv like if I'm watching a reality tv show and yeah we Tim and I were watching Below Deck the other day and of course they all like go out drinking whenever they're in port and some guy was just like making a fool out of himself being so embarrassing and just like saying really cringy things and like it made me uncomfortable to watch. Yeah I know exactly what you mean just like cringe interactions on TV yeah I can definitely feel that. Yeah like also um when we watched Love is Blind yes 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 Jake was like talking yeah he was so cringy in the last episode yeah after the like when she says no to him yes oh my gosh it's so hard to watch so hard yeah yeah no not a fan of that kind of cringy tv I know that you can literally be to the point where you won't watch something if it's cringy yeah I don't want that (laughs) (laughs) but (laughs) I think that's honestly largely linked to like empathy like if you feel embarrassed for others you're just like an empathetic person um yeah I think that's basically the basic explanation for that yeah like it's painful to watch I also feel like I don't know more of a real life example like I saw (laughs) I just have this distinct memory of back at school when we were at JU this kid like fell off his bike and kind of like rolled down the hill a little after And, like, it, I felt, like, bad for him, though. Like, embarrassed, but, like, a, like a, I felt bad. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. It was a little bit of a different feeling. I don't yeah. Know. Mm-hmm. I, I totally get what you mean. I've definitely had them. I just can't think of them right off the top of my head. But it's, like, a very, like, like a sad thing because you're the one watching it. Right. But also, like, a little bit of relief because you're, like, oh, I'm glad that wasn't me. But also, like, a little bit of, like, embarrassment and empathy, too, for their – embarrassment right yeah yeah I feel like maybe also I mean not in that particular case I didn't know the kid but I can think of maybe other situations where I was embarrassed by something because of how like I feel about the person who's experiencing the embarrassment like yeah. I protect it over them so I feel embarrassed that this is happening to them or like we're really, you know something like that yeah, I mean, that makes sense because you empathize more with people who you share more of a connection with. Right. Right. Yeah. Really interesting. I really enjoyed doing this episode. <laughs> Same. I got a very good laugh. Yeah, I shed some tears. Love a good laugh. Same. That Hope- was a really good episode. Hopefully, when you guys listen back, you will also, well, when you listen to it, not listen back, you'll also enjoy it and get some laughs out of it as well. That- what was that you cut out there for a second I just said have some laughs exactly this whole episode is just going to give you secondhand embarrassment oh gosh yeah hopefully it makes you smile more than feel embarrassed yeah exactly (laughs) um but yeah we'll have some new content coming out to you soon um remember to rate subscribe and review wherever you listen and follow us on Instagram at Wait Why Podcast. And yeah.
keep listening to our episodes go back and check out the ones you haven't listened to recently Mm -hmm. this is like our ninth or tenth episode of season three so yeah make sure you're all caught up give us some listens and all that fun stuff do you know how many episodes we've done so far hannah total yeah in total I think it has to be getting close to 50. Well, uh, does that include bonus episodes as the episodes? I don't know. We'll, we'll get a count back to you guys. But either way, there's lots of content to go back and listen to if you haven't already. So, Yeah, for sure. For sure. So, <clears throat> yeah, keep on listening. And, yeah, definitely follow along on, um, on Instagram because I have been posting a couple things from abroad here and there. So check out Wait Why for that, or also follow along on my personal Instagram, which you can find via that. Mm -hmm. Perfect. Awesome. Well, thank you guys for listening. And until next time. Bye, guys.